y'all. Welcome to the Honest to Goodness podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, and I'm again joined by our sweet friend, Nicole, from the Swing My Heart podcast. Thanks again, Nicole. Thanks again for having me. This is fun. This is fun. All right. So we're finally going to recap episode six of When Called Sorry. (laughs) I'm excited we're getting called up. Yeah. Um, now, the opening scene of this particular episode kind of cracked me up just because it's like, you know, small town. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, where did everybody in Hope Valley suddenly get a car? You know? um, <laughs> yeah. And then, when, and then when Henry Gowan just like, when, uh, uh, when Nathan's like, this is probably as close to your office as you're going to get today. Uh, Henry's like, yeah, it looks like it. Just gets out of his car, starts walking. <laughs> Nathan's like, I didn't um, mean for you to, like, I didn't mean for you to leave your car there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, everybody in town trying to help uh, Nathan figure out the traffic jam. Yeah. What was it? Florence said. I can't remember Florence's comment, but she said something like, "Oh goodness gracious, this is ridiculous." Yeah, something like that. I remember uh, Rosemary saying, all I know is it's becoming almost impossible to even concentrate on all this noise. And then, of course, Luke is sitting up there on the balcony like, yeah, yeah, uh, Joseph has the right idea. And now he's looking at him like, would you shut up? Didn't like, <laughs> ask for your help up there. <laughs> and then he hands his... Uh, hands newton over to may who in turn has to hand the horse over to bill and i love when nathan comes in the pharmacy later and he's like you don't happen to have newton back there with you do you <laughs> but before that you know bill says i don't like this any more than you do talking let's to go newton. get a cup of coffee <laughs> i'm talking to the horse <laughs> but also lucas uh, also elizabeth you know I think it was after her talk with Rosemary and, you know, she waves to Lucas and mm-hmm. she looks up at him and she's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, hi. Yeah. Um, and I like when uh, Elizabeth is like, not for publication, but I'm kind of worried about, you know, whatever, which is funny because when she hasn't really expressed this to Lucas because she was just telling Rosemary last episode that she needed to talk to Lee about what she was upset about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, she has, but hasn't talked to Lucas about (laughs) it. Oh, but then when she finally does talk to Lucas and his mother had sent her the new Anne of Green Gables, book mm-hmm. and she was like oh that was sweet unless this is your mother's subtle way of telling me I need to read instead of write and he's like my mother's subtle <laughs> like <laughs> no like did you even hear what you just said <laughs> you <know? laughs> oh man um oh Florence in the mercantile you know with yeah. Ned <laughs> Ned is I think doing stock like taking inventory mm-hmm. right now stuff for inventory and there are I think three customers that had come into the mercantile and then you know they finished checking out and they start leaving and 
Lawrence with her friendly self, you know, says, have a good day and everything. And they don't respond at all. And Lawrence says, and you have a lovely, yeah, well, I'll have myself a lovely day as well. (laughs) And then Ned, poor Ned's over there, like, you know, barely listening to anything she says. And she's like, you're acting just as bad as them. He's missing a case of peaches. A case of his peaches has been stolen. What do you expect from the yeah. poor man? <laughs> yeah. And then Florence says, shall I alert Mountie Grant? Oh, yeah. She says it very sarcastically, too. And then he's like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that is an excellent <laughs> look on her face like, I was kidding. Like, uh, are you really going to do that? Oh, yes. And then Molly coming in and she's like, hello, dear friends. And then Florence, here's a perfectly lovely example of just how to socialize. <laughs> I will say, like, that, uh, is, that is something that I miss, not even just from COVID, but like, even when I was a kid, people just stopped by other people's houses and hung out and yeah. you know, people had cookouts. Like, I know our house was a hangout spot. We lost so many of our good cups and stuff because everybody loved our cups and apparently they would take them home with them when they left and uh so we lost all of our good cups but it's like people just don't have time for socializing anymore it's like in this in this age of connectivity we're very disconnected from each other it still happens at my grandmother's sometimes or yeah that's awesome and some people still do but i know like for us um Oh, um, sorry. I just got a text from Morgan. They did. Um, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. They did have to put her dog down. Um, so, um, to y'all, you'll be praying for her. Seriously, she's she's going through some stuff right now. So, um, part part of the reason she's not hasn't been able to record. Um. Sorry, I'm texting her back real quick. Um, but uh, but no, I miss that. Like I miss um, just. It sounds like everybody is just so busy these yeah. days. Nobody just like very few people. It seems anymore just take the time to do whatever. It just seems like everybody is so busy. They're constantly exhausted and whatever. And then of course COVID. I think people got so used to being by themselves, they kind of learned they liked it. (laughs) But yeah. um, And then how sweet was it that Joseph told Minnie that if buying the cafe was really important to her, then he would delay talking to Lee about possibly buying into the sawmill or is it whatever that was yeah sacrificial love right there um although i love i love when um i love when uh he was like you know we'll just pray about it and whatever we'll wait and see where the lord leads us Uh uh-huh but if he gets a taste of your apple pie i didn't get a chance (laughs) that was so cute yeah we mentioned this on our podcast but that line reminds me of the line from 
the pastor in season one when he says where god guides god provides mm-hmm. i don't remember his name but um i don't remember his name either but i know who you're talking about i can't i know the actor's name but i don't remember what the pastor yeah, i don't i don't remember the pastor's name that's a good question i seriously i need to go back and rewatch these first seasons yeah um and then, of course, uh, what we just mentioned a minute ago, when May, uh, when uh, Nathan walks in the pharmacy and says, "May, I don't suppose Newton's back there with you?" Yeah, <laughs> I passed him off the bill. Um, and then, uh, as Nathan is walking out uh, the pharmacy, uh, Mayor Hickam walks in, and Nathan's like, "Mike, you've got to do something about this traffic." <laughs> you know, he's like, "Yeah, I'm like, on working that. on it." Yeah, working on it. Did you uh, think the thing at first was a cell phone? I think, like, I, think, I don't know. I think it just kind of made me think of uh, when Fiona first opened her barbershop and he's like, he thinks she cut his ear off. He's like, don't yeah. pass out. Don't pass out. Don't pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, that that was what went through my mind with it. The way he was holding it at first, for a split second, it looked like he was holding a cell phone up to his ear. That's true. That is true. Um, And then him complimenting Faith. It seems like they're hinting, anyway, at at least a pretty close friendship between these two. What are you thinking of of them kind of semi-sort of pairing them up? Um, I think they would make a cute couple. I, I love their friendship, at least yeah. for now. Uh, I think that's actually something that Morgan has uh, commented before, maybe not on the podcast, but I know to me um, uh, that it would be really cute to put Hickam and Faith together. And we talked about how it would actually be a really good pairing, considering how accident prone he is for him to be involved with the doctor. <laughs> match made in heaven <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean although i was team infirmary i loved carson and faith together yeah but. me too but I'm, I'm loving the uh the element between um when this is like skipping ahead in the episode but when he uh asks her to dinner and she was like oh mike it's really sweet but he's like oh not very sweet i mean i'm not <laughs> that's not what i mean yeah, he's like, that's not what I meant. You know, he's like stumbling all over his words. Oh, yeah, he, I have it right here. Yeah. Mike says, we never said where, did we? And then Faith says, or when. And then Mike says, one step at a time. <laughs> and then he just walks out. <laughs> it's like he was so nervous. He's like, yeah, we got the invitation part out of the way. We'll figure the rest out later. <laughs> I love as much as I love Nathan and love Lucas, can I please just have Hickam? Like, he is so stinking cute. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I love his character so much. And I love that he has finally started getting some development over the past season or two. Yeah. Um, I've loved seeing his character become more predominant. Um, uh, let's see. Um, of course, uh, Fate um being uh in the infirmary that her and or not in the infirmary in the uh pharmacy that um they discuss jeffrey yeah who everyone believes is may's 
husband as she is claiming no he's not but that's what you know if you remember when um when may first got to town she had written the yosts using jeffrey's name because fate had recommended jeffrey for the job so when uh may shows up then fate called jeffrey and left a message for him like trying to figure out okay what's going on here you know yeah um and then um lee <laughs> when he comes busting it when he is like in the uh when in bill's office yeah busting up and down about the traffic situation and bill's like well you know you and rosemary do run the newspaper <laughs> you know like i'm not telling you to do yeah. anything but i'm just saying y'all run the newspaper yeah also in that scene we get a conversation with nathan and bill and mm-hmm. bill is um bill is pulling rank on mm-hmm. newton Mm-hmm. which is really unique you don't really see bill do that no um and i mean you could even see the look on nathan's face and he's like are you pulling rank like are you seriously doing this because this is not normal for you you know yeah. um and then of course uh elizabeth and rosemary um start mm-hmm. talking about the newspaper yep and uh rosemary's telling her you know we want to start publishing three times a week but we're not sure we have enough content you know do this and lee says sweetheart say what i said lee says sweetheart and then rosemary says lee's just trying to write oh yeah (laughs) yeah like okay sorry for trying to do my job over here um but I don't even remember, like, was, did one of the kids scream or I something? Think what brought... was, I think it was, um, who was it? It was Emily, Opal, and Timmy. They were mm-hmm. making noises and then they like came running out of the soda fountain. Yeah. And of course they're all covered in ice cream and they're like, we didn't start it. We tried to stop them. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> walk in and of course there's ice cream all over the place Uh, yeah elizabeth's like robert wolf come out here please yeah i love it when he's like you know it didn't like kind of like it was an accident she just asked me how uh this whatever yeah the seltzer bottle worked and i just did this and he like squirts them and they're like robert like all of them with their hands thrown up And then I loved how Rosemary said, uh, like, went all full name on Allie, like, Allie Grant. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, can we just talk for a minute about the scene in the Mounties office with with Nathan and Elizabeth talking to the kids? And, like, of course, they're they're first talking to Allie. And he's like, I thought we talked about you two just being friends. And she's like, I was being his friend. And then she said, I guess my inner beauty must have just shown through. <laughs> and she like, said, you know, she was talking about the shot she threw at Robert. And then the mm-hmm. words she used, uh, the words she learned from her grandfather. 
Yeah. And she's like, what, what a, a shot. Fuck. I rat in the puss. <laughs> Elizabeth and Nathan. Grandpa taught me that word. I'm sure he did. But he also would have heard <laughs> Never would have thought I would have heard that on the wind calls a heart. I know. But I love the fact that like after they finished talking with her and uh, I like the fact that Elizabeth was like, you know, yes. And while you're not responsible for Robert or any other boy's behavior, is there something you could have done to, you know, kind of not made the situation get worse than it was? And she was like, not throwing that scoop of ice cream. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe. Um, but I love the fact that when Allie leaves, Nathan and Elizabeth both just start laughing. Like they're trying so hard to be the, you know, the adult keeping it together, you know, and then they just start laughing. And yeah. Nathan, of course, is uh, commenting how much Allie is like his sister, Colleen. And, yeah. Uh, he was like, boy, she kept my parents on their toes. <laughs> yeah. and of course um, elizabeth tells him that you know there's a whole town like if you ever start feeling overwhelmed there's a whole, t- whole town full of people that are here to help offer advice yeah um i love that scene and especially that line you know i thought it was really nice of elizabeth to say but at the same time it just it um the scene maybe slightly bothers me just a little bit because of you know what Elizabeth and Nathan could have had I don't know if that makes sense kind of why was Elizabeth there yeah but I mean I still enjoyed the scene yeah I feel like probably just because she was the teacher so like since yeah well although Robert was uh Robert's already graduated I guess kind of because her students were involved or something I don't know but um but yeah I kind of had the same question of like you know why would why would Elizabeth have been there I mean was it during school hours I'm not sure I wouldn't think so I mean Elizabeth wasn't at the school she was out there talking to Rosemary yeah yeah that's true yeah so it was probably after school I don't I don't know I mean that is that is a good point but I love when uh when Nathan like just does yeah, like serious <laughs> like, okay back, yeah. in, back in adult mode here we can't be yeah. laughing that was actually improv from kevin aaron tweeted that oh i can i can imagine that like that just seems like mm-hmm. yeah she mentioned that oh. i guess the night that aired during the live tweeting oh that is cool improv. yeah uh, yeah that definitely thing I love I love stuff like that like um like having having worked on a set and watching somebody just throw their own thing in there um uh like those it didn't make the cut but there was one particular scene where um in the movie that I worked on um where the the movie star's assistant in the film um you know he was always driving the guy crazy and whatever and uh when there were some fans around this guy and he's like running out and the uh, assistant looks at him and goes we're best friends and I started crying like I loved it I was really sad it didn't make the cut of the movie but I mean sometimes there's stuff like that that they just have to cut for time's sake not that they don't want it in there but yeah if they put every little thing in there that they want to it's going to be a six hour movie you know and you can't do that so um 
but I love love watching and there are some of his improv improvs that made it in um in the movie so it's always really fun to me the behind the scenes and stuff like that is always really fun yeah um okay um oh Henry um talking to Lucas about you know Lucas is like I will be really glad when I'm not part of this old company and not having to worry about yeah. whether the rigs run dry or the wells run dry or an engine yeah. breaks or you know whatever yeah and this is when Henry finally expresses to Lucas his concern about um, Jerome Smith reopening the mine he says that yeah. the court order said that the uh, Northwest Mining Company could not Pacific Northwest Mining Company could not reopen the mine but that Jerome Smith and his associates who were the part of the Pacific Northwest Mining Company could just change the name and reopen the mine um and then of course we mentioned uh, Mike inviting uh Faith to dinner (laughs) that was so cute yes it was that whole scene was just adorable yeah I was just gonna say a minute ago that mine does not need to be reopened yeah no definitely not like that would bring up so much for that town that yeah um and then of course Bill Henry Lucas and Fiona in Bill's office talking about um the mine reopening <laughs> does anybody have an aspirin <laughs> bless his heart like that would have been a headache yeah dealing with all that would have been a headache lucas you know he's like bill is there any step we can take to remove the possibility in any kind of preventative measure um bill says that they can try but agrees with henry that it would just show their hand and call smith and his associates to cause a ruse they might not ever uncover Mm-hmm. and then of course um bill says basically for the good of this town nothing that is being discussed here goes outside this office because he know they all know what an impact this would have on the people of hope valley mm-hmm. if they even think there's a possibility of yeah. the mine being reopened and so so bill was bill was definitely right in that yeah. Now I was surprised in a in a conversation between Rosemary and Lee that Rosemary was actually going to ask Elizabeth about writing a column to the newspaper. Oh, I'm I didn't that. I missed that the first time I watched this episode. I, I had watched it and then I went back and rewatched it to make these notes, and I was like, I did not catch that. But yeah, Lee uh, was like, "What did Elizabeth say?" And Rosemary's like, "About." And he was like writing a column for the newspaper she was like oh you know uh the the thing with the uh the kids came up and I didn't get to didn't get to ask her you know like okay no I think I kind of caught that but it like at the same time it went right over my head yeah um and then of course it gets uh brought up again about uh rosemary saying (laughs) the kids are sticky (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I love it when Lee's like um 
well, I wish I could have seen that. And she's like, oh, they're still cleaning up over there. If you want to go help, I'm sure they appreciate it. Picky and delightful, I think is what she said. Yes, yes. Have you noticed, and we talked about this uh, when we were recorded the other day, but um, of uh, Rosemary and Lee, um, how much we want them to be parents. But have you noticed how many references there were to them and children over episodes six, seven, and eight. Yeah, um, I mean, I caught a few of them. Some of them I probably missed, but yes. yeah, I mean, there, there's just several. Like, I just kind of got tickled because it's like that's been a very common thread this season. Has been them talking about um, which kids makes and me like, wonder. Yeah. So I don't know. What about Lee getting in that fight? Um, where did that come from? <laughs> With the billboard thing? Yeah. Like, I mean, first of all, why would that guy have just been that rude to, like, just shove Lee out of the way when all he's doing is asking a question? He wasn't trying to stop him no. at that particular time. He was just saying, hey, what's going on? And the guy's, like, shoving him out of the way, which, of course, leads like, Lee to, okay. yeah. And then, of course, Joseph breaks it up. What was it that he said? He's a very stout preacher. <laughs> no. Apparently, it's about the foundry. Jobs for mm-hmm. the foundry, I think, is what mm-hmm. the billboard was for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, uh, when Faith asked him how he was feeling, and he's like, hungry. <laughs> like, I want to go eat. <laughs> Let's go eat. Yeah. Uh, oh um, this uh well the conversation in the saloon with nathan and may when he see i wonder that kind of struck me as odd because we never saw him ask her out again so how did they end up at dinner together and Allie's not there i don't know i didn't think about that or was it If I remember correctly, I think maybe Nathan was already in the saloon and maybe May came to the saloon and saw him and maybe asked if she could sit down with him, maybe? I could be wrong. I don't remember that being a part of it, but... um, I could be wrong. I don't remember. I don't don't know. I just remember like when I rewatched this episode that I was like, okay, he never asked her to dinner again. Where's Allie? Like, you know, just kind of... You know, I mean, even in a case like that, you would think Allie would have been with Nathan. Yeah. Um, so, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Just kind of odd. But um, it was a great scene. It is. It's a really great scene. But uh, Nathan says, so you and I and Newton have spent quite a bit of time together. But now that it's just uh, the two of us, what brought you to Hope Valley? And May says it was time to see the world. And he's like, so you came here? Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. And then she goes on to talk about faith, um, mm-hmm. like when she was in Chicago and made it sound like heaven. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Um, and then of course, Nate uh, Nathan um, confides in her about the first time he got a concussion. What yeah. was it? Thirteen, I think. And his horse got spooked, and yeah. his foot got caught in the stirrup, and whatever. Mm-hmm. That whole. I'm sorry, that whole storyline right there just kind of seems odd to me. Like, I'm not, 
don't know. It just doesn't doesn't seem like Nathan. I don't I don't know how else to word that. Like it just kind of seems like a thrown in there um, thing or I something. Know. I don't know. I mean, it was a tear jerking story. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, you know, he finally kind of feels like maybe he's sharing too much or whatever. He was like, you must be starving. I'll get us some menus. And he gets up and Ned's like, uh, constable, he found, you know, basically, found you know, he found, yeah, found the peaches yet. And he was like, huh? no, working on he, it. Yeah. And he, uh, he's like, nope, not yet, but I'm hot on the trail. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm working really hard to find this this case of peaches that you lost yeah. <laughs> you know, like. yeah um florence and molly talking to lucas about their idea to begin hosting etiquette classes in the saloon yes in the saloon yeah, yeah. not a chance no, <laughs> no this thank is you. Like, absolutely not <laughs> no thank you well well you're the first call? person who should sign up to take our classes <laughs> <laughs> they are so hilarious yeah um let's see elizabeth and fiona i love their conversation the callback to baseball yes yeah i love that that got brought up again um because yeah. i mean that was a really fun uh, episode where uh, Elizabeth and Jack yeah. both coached, you know, like their yeah. uh, their baseball teams. Yeah, so I thought that was really really sweet. Yeah, that one scene in that episode before the game when um she was wearing that blue shirt and you know he had the bat in his hand and he was like trying to um he was trying to copy her facial expressions or something. <laughs> I think it was a little, they were talking about um being competitive or something yeah I can't remember what they were talking about but I don't remember the conversation either but I remember that being a pretty hilarious episode he was like um with the bat in his hand yeah um yeah Jack was like I think people had forgotten how kind of cocky and sassy Jack was like uh, he, had, he had a little bit of a cocky streak to him <laughs> like it was hilarious but he oh. did oh. Um, yeah. and I love the fact that Elizabeth finally just comes right out and asks Lucas um are you yeah. selling the saloon you know mm -hmm. like she's she's concerned and he was like no you know and he was like yeah. you know even if I were I would have discussed it with you you know uh -huh. um, which I loved yeah uh, was that um was it that same conversation where he was like said something complimenting her and she was like well while flattery would normally get you everywhere with me and she starts talking about the business thing and she was like well now that that's now that that's settled you were saying oh how much uh that um when it was times like these when his life was upside down that he yeah. wished he knew how much it meant to him just to be with her yes yes it was in that scene yeah yeah that was it mm -hmm. I also loved his line when he was talking about why well, I also loved his line when Elizabeth had asked um 
why he gave Walden pushback. And he says, you have to stand up for yourself or they walk all over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like there have been some really good scenes between the two of them, like really good conversations. Yeah. Um, between the two of them over these past few episodes. Um, and then, I'm sorry. Joseph and Minnie in the cafe. Yep. Uh, talking about, uh, I love, I love when uh, he, she basically says something to him about he seems cut out for this kind of work. And he was like, you know, I'm better sitting at a table than serving a table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why are you so busy? And uh, she was like, everybody's reading Lee's editorial, editorial on, in the paper. Uh, uh, because he had written about Hickam and like the traffic problem and basically that you know he wasn't doing his job but Lee felt like was his job yeah and um, I love that Rosemary told Lee to cancel the extra papers like yeah. when she like you've done enough like you know I don't like she wasn't saying you shouldn't have written it but she was saying don't Make fan plane. yeah like you need need to kind of let this die down some yeah um then he does cancel yeah yeah um and then of course when ned finally realizes that uh it was gustav that took the peaches and he forgot to mark it off on his inventory and of course nathan's like you dreamed about Florence and molly yeah you dreamed about food <laughs> oh, no the brandy peaches you dreamed about food yeah. and then he finally just starts walking off to deal with something before traffic something with the yeah. traffic before uh before ned even finishes what he's saying <laughs> nathan was very interested in those peaches yeah, or Ned. Ned was very interested in the features. Yeah, Ned was. I was saying Nathan was, but it's like, oh, oh yeah, Nathan was, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, um the Lawrence. What oh, I interrupted you. No, you're right. Uh, I was just gonna say I loved how Florence called Ned darling. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are so cute. They're like the couple we never knew we needed, but now we wouldn't want to be without. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, we never knew we wanted no i mean seriously like i would have never thought to put them together but they are so cute yeah Um, and then of course when uh when lucas is headed to meet the um attorney in buxton and Mm -hmm. offers elizabeth a ride home and tells her he's gonna take the long way around to avoid the traffic and she was like oh i don't know more time to spend with you (laughs) That was sweet. Oh, oh come on. Yeah. Um, I love in this episode how Henry took Fiona under his wing. Like he yeah. she actually even says at one point, you're starting to sound like my father. You know, yeah. like and of course he's joking around. It was like he must be a, a charming fella, you know, like yeah. sarcastic. But yeah. I, I really do love how he pretty much pointed out to her, yeah, you are responsible 
Mm -hmm. for this trouble we're in right now you shouldn't have just gone and done this you should have come to us talked it over us all made this decision whatever but he's also acknowledging the fact that she just kind of got dumped in the middle of this without really being taught everything that she needed to know yeah um and he's like let's just start over you know, he's like, I know Mike taught you a lot, but let me just start you from the ground up and make sure there wasn't anything you met, you know, that he missed telling you and whatever. So I, I really loved Henry and Fiona's uh, storyline this episode. I did too. It was yeah. really. Um, I also am kind of missing Fiona being in town a lot this episode or this I season. So. Yeah, like she's out of town so much of this season. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder who's uh, running the barber shop while she's gone. Like nobody's know. getting haircuts, apparently. I don't know. I wonder if she was like filming other stuff and that's why she couldn't be on set as much. Might be. Might have been. Good point. Um and then of course May talks to Bill about Nathan's. Yeah. Um I was about uh, insecurities to... about riding yeah again it was like should i be concerned and she was like yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, you know he asks um if she had told nathan about everything and she still denies that jeffrey is her husband and she goes on to say you're my attorney aren't you supposed to believe me bill says yes but i've often found that people who get upset over the truth might be living a lie i wrote that line down too that that one kind of stood out to me like i feel like at this point he's almost suspecting something with her and up to this point he's just been so trusting of Mm -hmm. her and her story and stuff yeah. Um, what did you think of the scene between Allie and Elizabeth on the on Elizabeth? Oh board? yeah, um, I loved it. I think it was a sweet scene, but you know, still going back to what I said with the one with Nathan and the office, mm-hmm. it still kind of made me wish for what we could have had. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I kind of had mixed feelings about those those um, scenes as well um, for the for the same reason. Like it just kind of seemed like, you know, this is what we could have been having all this time, you know. But um, I did think it was really sweet that even though that didn't work out between Elizabeth and Nathan, that Allie still has a good relationship with Elizabeth. That that yeah. didn't destroy their relationship. And of course she tells Elizabeth, you know, I was only gone a few months and now I don't fit in anywhere. She's like, Emily and Opal act like little kids. Timmy and whatever the other little boy's name, Cooper just want to run around. And then she was like, graduate and Laura and Robert have jobs. Yeah. And she was like, you know, not that Robert and I are talking anyway after what happened with Angela. (laughs) And Elizabeth's like, what happened with Angela that has you so upset? And um, she was like, you know, mentions that. Go ahead. Allie, she says, stop trying so hard to fit in. Just be yourself and wherever you feel most comfortable. That's where Mm -hmm. you belong. 
And then Allie says, I care with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved, I loved um, the conversation between the two of them right there. And yeah. um, I love the fact, I guess because I tend to fit in with people older than me, um, mm-hmm. like probably most of my friends are at least my parents' age, if not older. <laughs> like probably a good 75% of my friends are like older than me, like by a pretty decent amount. So I guess maybe because of that, I can relate to yeah. the not really fitting in, but finding your niche with people that aren't necessarily in your same age bracket, but you can relate to them. Yeah. You know, and you can actually get along with them and have a healthy relationship with them and whatever. So I guess I'm loving Allie's storyline with the uh, adult ladies um, because of that, because yeah. I can relate to it. Yeah. Um, May is not too happy that Nathan spoke to Bill. No, Nathan isn't happy that uh, May, May spoke Oh, sorry. To yes. I yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> sorry well I mean I'm the one that wrote I'm the one that wrote in my note the other day that Nathan and the Nathan and Lucas had dinner and got in the pill of that so I apologize Hardys I meant to say Nathan is not happy with May about her speaking to Bill mm-hmm. yeah um and he was like, uh, you know, basically I thought I was telling you this in confidence. And she yeah. was like, I'm concerned about you. And he's like, you don't have to be, I'm fine. And she was like, okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood, you know? Yeah. And, um, I think Nathan, I think he's just scared. Yeah. At this point, to be honest. And I think it is pulling out some emotions in him that you wouldn't normally, you wouldn't normally see Nathan get this shook up over much of anything yeah um but I think he's just um what was it um what was it like I said in is it their episode seven or eight I don't remember um of uh once bitten twice shy you know so I think oh wait no it was in episode seven I'm sorry episode seven yeah um and I think that pretty much describes Nathan at this point. Like he's yeah. wanting to move forward. He's wanting to put his heart back out there again. He's wanting to move forward, you know, with Newton and not have to worry about that bond being broken and, you know, just mm-hmm. all kinds of different stuff. And it's just, it's just a lot on him right now. And uh, of course he doesn't want Bill doubting him and his abilities wow. and doubting Nathan downing uh newton and whatever so yeah um how cute was mike i was about to get the office door open (laughs) i was about to say that i mean bless him it just automatically opens when bill walks up like okay (laughs) yeah and then uh mike's like do you want to come in and bill peeks in is like no, I don't think there's room for both of us. <laughs> and then he's just like, come yeah. on, like come with me. You know, like I I love watching Bill 
be such a father figure like you know he and we talked about this um last episode when uh bill told um told mike i know this isn't easy for you but you're gonna start taking heat for all sorts of reasons and you may even lose some friends just know that i'm here for you and he's kind of proven that Mm -hmm. right here where he's just saying you know you're starting uh what did he say you're starting at a deficit i think is what he said basically where basically where you don't necessarily have the entire town's support here believing in you and having voted for you and whatever and he was like you know i started off the same way when i took over being mayor from abigail nobody knew if i was going to be a good mayor either but you know so he's basically saying you know people come to trust me so you know for people to see us together is going to be good for your image and people are going to say well hey if bill trusts him then he must be okay yeah you know uh, of course when he tells tells mike to wave he just like (laughs) (laughs) also before that when they were talking about the family photo and how he's the only boy yes actually uh yeah wrote down all the names because um it was hard getting to the bathroom yeah uh bill i think that was actually that was actually when bill was like come on let's go take a walk but um bill picked up this picture and was like oh this is the hickams i presume and he's like yeah it's mary megan millicent mall Maisie, and then there's me (laughs) and bill's like the only boy like just kind of realizing mike hasn't necessarily had the most uh, I don't I don't mean this making Mike sound like a sissy but he hasn't had the most manly rugged upbringing because he grew up with a bunch of girls you know so yeah. it's like you know okay yeah. come on kid let me help yeah. you here you know like let me give you some advice yeah you know, and then Mike was just, yeah Mike was just like yeah it was hard getting into the bathroom yeah <laughs> although wouldn't that have been an outhouse Again, I'm sorry, but technicality, wouldn't that have been an outhouse and not yeah. the bathroom? <laughs> it was hard getting into the outhouse. Yeah. I was like, okay, another uh like inaccuracy of the times here, but it was it was a funny line. Okay. It really was. Yeah. Um, um Nathan's conversation with Elizabeth and Jack. That was cute mm-hmm. when she was pulling him in the wagon. Yeah. And then uh and um when elizabeth's like you know basically asking i don't really remember exactly how the conversation went but um nathan tells elizabeth you know i told because robert walks up and gets newton and is like you know i'll take care of him yeah and uh so elizabeth assumes that nathan is kind of this is a quote-unquote punishment for Robert for what happened like teaching him some responsibility and Nathan's like um says basically I told him this wasn't um good behavior for someone for a young man planning on being a Mountie you know and then Elizabeth's like so you're teaching him responsibility by having him groom Newton and he was like no he was out a few days wages so uh so I'm paying him to groom Newton and then he's like and that's a lot better like it like it just now dawned on him he shouldn't be doing yeah. that. <laughs> and then they start talking about the driving lesson mm-hmm. 
Um, and then uh, at the, um, the end of that episode, that Elizabeth is having Joseph build her a book wagon because when school is out, she wants to go like into the mountain, like further away, people that don't necessarily have access to come into yeah. town and uh, get books or whatever. And she wants to take that out. And I believe she even said that she felt called to do to it. Yeah. Do that. Uh, that to me, is our old Elizabeth. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I feel like we're slowly starting to see bits and pieces of Elizabeth. And I, I, I do try to keep in mind that grief changes people. Like mm -hmm. they, Elizabeth will never be the exact same person that she was before she lost Jack. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how life works. People change and you know again the the grief changes people life experience changes people obviously she's a mother now and whatever so she's never going to be the exact same person she was before mm -hmm. but I think we're slowly starting to see her come back to some of the root of who she is wow. and I really like that yeah I do too yeah I feel like there's a lot of good comedy in this particular episode like yeah, it, it, it was a good episode, but I feel like there was actually a pretty good bit of uh, comedy in this one that yeah. I like. Um, what do you think was probably some of your favorite like moments or quotes or whatever from this one? Um, well, I mean, he didn't have very many scenes, but little Jack, he just steals the show every scene he's in. Mm -hmm um you know like that last scene when he was talking to joseph he's like may i see the horsies yes <laughs> and joseph you know it's like the horsies of course you can see the horsies mm -hmm. um, yeah. i love that scene that was probably one of my favorites in the episode you know talking about the book wagon um the one with elizabeth alley that was another favorite even though you know Mm -hmm. I had mixed feelings. It was still a great scene. Um, mm -hmm. Going back through my notes. Uh, yeah. I feel like some of my favorite quotes from this season have probably been from season or from episode eight, actually. Um, the newest episode that just aired last night. I feel yeah. like that one. Some of my favorite quotes have actually been from that episode, but I think probably my favorite moment overall with this episode has to be from well, really, the whole conversation with Allie in the jail and her talking about like her inner beauty coming out and whatever. And you can just yeah. tell Nathan, like, your inner beauty, like, you know, he is so lost as yeah. a girl that here at this particular moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, him, the little improv thing you were talking about where he's just like, you know, straightening, yeah. like, okay, yeah. serious face now, you know, with yeah. him and Elizabeth when they were talking. So I think that would have to be like my favorite moment from this episode. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I also love Fiona quoting Coco Chanel, keep your heels, head, and standards high. Yep. Um, yep. And I did, I did really love that the baseball thing got broke, brought up again yeah. in that conversation. 
And yeah, I think the two that I mentioned were probably some of my favorites. And then Nathan opening up to May. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're starting to see, and I think especially in episode eight, um, that we actually see Nathan opening up kind of some of the most um, and just you know fighting for at this point a friend you know somebody that he really does care about but at this point a friend and I really I'm relieved with how that came out I know I expressed um the other day kind of my concern about where their storyline was headed but I was I was very relieved um with how it turned out in episode eight um yeah but anyway well I think we've covered this episode unless you have something else you want to say about it but um yeah I think the like I said I think it's kind of neat that they've started teasing the um uh Mike and Faith pairing and if that's where they go Morgan called it I'm just going to go ahead and speak for her since she's not on here Morgan did call that you called it back (laughs) good job so um if it happens yeah we'll we'll see what's We'll see what happens. Y'all know our predictions don't tend to be right, but <laughs> we come up with some darn good ones. It's not our fault they don't do them, but we come up with some darn good ideas. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but um, but yeah, y'all continue to um, pray for her. And I know we're both like very prayerfully considering, you know, what we need to do with the podcast moving forward yeah. and stuff. So um, y'all just continue to be keeping us in your prayers for that and um yeah thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with our recap of episode seven and uh oh i did watch um andrew walker's uh new minister movie when it came out i don't remember if i mentioned this last episode or not if i did sorry to repeat myself but it is really really good i loved i love the hallmark mysteries that's like some of my favorite that they do Uh, I have not gotten to watch Chris McNally's new movie. Did you watch it? I did. It was great. Great job, Chris and Brittany. All right. Awesome. I need to watch it. I haven't had a chance yet. I finally got caught up on Wing Calls the Heart, but I haven't gotten to watch that one yet. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we love you guys and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye, Hardys.